0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Future of Radio. Future The future of radio is
1: here. Funemploymentradio.com.
2: I don't know. The guy seemed very impressed. He was like, "Oh my gosh, I think you have another double loop." And he actually stopped oh my to God. investigate it, and he zoomed in on it. That's what like, you oh, need. I is Another don't see this very weird. Often. It's like I don't see this very often. This is this is kind of neat. And he was talking about You know he's like Wow You know this is Something uh, something you don't See all the time You never
1: get Normal compliments You get compliments On just weird stuff Yeah
2: Well I take it Where I can get it
1: I guess so yeah. I guess so Gotta run with if it. it If it's
2: fingerprints I'll take that <laughs> whatever, whatever makes me Feel better Hello this is Fun Employment Radio I am Greg Nibbler Here with Sarah Extill And thank you everyone For tuning in today Wherever and however You listen It is so fantastic That you do so Of course you can go to Funemploymentradio.com Slash live And subscribe to the live stream For only six ninety nine a month The first week is free And of course you can go Go try that out right now. Right this second. Right now, mm-hmm. you can try this out. So we'll uh, we'll explain what I what I mean by the. Uh fingerprinting thing here in, in just a bit well or maybe yeah. we should just talk about it i don't know like yeah because
1: when you told me initially that you were doing this i did not understand why you did that because i don't think that i've ever Well, knock on what i think maybe when i was a kid yeah like when they cut. you know they do it under you know under the guise of like hey the police are here and you're in fourth grade and they're like wouldn't it be fun to fingerprint yourself oh yeah i remember that so i think that that's i think that i'm probably in the system
2: yeah oh well because we're all of all in the system what do you mean are in we, the though? system
1: I don't what know do because sometimes What's like your idea
2: of being in if the I'm system. watching
1: some kind of show or something and it's like oh the fingerprints didn't didn't they didn't hit a match and I thought usually that was if you hadn't been put into the system yet then you haven't been finger, then you can't be found I, via fingerprints I
2: think pretty much everyone's been fingerprinted at some point we're all in the system like if that's what you're referring to whether you're in some database somewhere where Sarah Dillon's fingerprints are yes they're in there somewhere. are they though oh yeah I'm sure they are. I don't
1: know, because, like, I got them done when I was, like, in fourth grade. That was... God, that was, like, in 1989. Would they still have kept
2: those all these years? Probably. Somewhere. They're probably filed away in some kind of, like, Raiders of the Lost Ark place. Are right they, mean, do you think? I bet they're... You no, know, I bet they're online somewhere. Somebody has them. Maybe they're using your fingerprints for some other kind of Ooh, crime.
1: Ooh, like with those new 3D-fangled printers, that can print off fake fingertips and then... They can. Yeah. And totally. then they can pretend to be me.
2: Oh, they totally could with Uh-oh. that. oh That's a good idea, actually. I probably should have just burned mine off. Um... All right, well, to explain what this is, so, you know, obviously, uh, Fun Employment Radio is fantastic, but uh, I'm taking up just another side job, and it's it's not going to be an extensive We're thing.
1: artists. This is what we do. Yeah. As with anything, you know, like, uh, we have lots of gigs. Right. We have a lot of different jobs that
2: we do. And that's pretty much anyone in this kind of industry has a lot of gigs. Mm-hmm. And so, I'm uh, just taking up an occasional gig. Um, I'm going to be doing some stuff for the Portland Art Museum. Which is awesome! Which yeah. is
1: awesome, because you get, oh that is such a cool job so you get to be surrounded by history yeah it's pretty cool which is so so freaking cool it's
2: it is pretty cool because I love the art museum it is gonna be it is gonna be kind of fun um with that tomorrow I won't be here and it's just for for one day I have to go there for the orientation thing and all the training so Sarah is graciously going to be taking over the show tomorrow and uh, and handling one
1: that. of these days I'm just gonna be like Greg I don't feel like doing the show today. You can do it because I think the past few times—I mean, God bless you, Greg's a hard worker and he does a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. But I have to say, I think the past few times that one of us hasn't been here, I think it—I think it's been you.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, you're you're doing great. I know. You're doing, doing the jump. Lord's work. You're doing the Lord's work. So. Yeah.
1: So I'm going to be joined tomorrow by Sarah Wagner and perhaps some more friends coming to to Ooh, spend awesome. some time with me. Cool. Yes, it should be a, a gay old time. Yes. Not in, yeah. Like on wow. like the oh, holidays. Wow. Sarah are. Yeah, in the holiday season I'm way. I'm for, not, not going to hallmark that
2: shit. John and Boring in the chat, I'm waiting for a comment on what you just said. <laughs> I'll just leave that as it is. Well, so, yeah, because I,
1: I tried to get a hold of Tuggy, so I was going to see if maybe Tuggy wanted to as well, because I saw that he just uh, logged into the chat. So okay. there's that question for All you. All right, we'll okay. see what happens. But I will be gone tomorrow.
2: <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so as part of doing that, they do, they have to check. So Tony's in the live chat asking, so they're checking to see if Greg is an international art thief. I think so. Like I think they, it's like in a big background. Well, you have for to, anything you do there, you
1: can't be guarding. Like that's history. You are the guardian. You you will be around history.
2: Right. You yeah. will be there. Yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, they have so many amazing paintings mm-hmm. in there too. I mean, wow.
2: Well, I uh, hope that's a lot of pressure. Hopefully, I don't come back as an international art thief because that would that would suck. But I don't think I will because the guy that was doing the fingerprints, so I had to go downtown to this this weird office in this in this building. It's yeah, where this, does
1: like, one? You didn't go to like the. The police? Or? No,
2: you go to this weird office. It's this former police officer, but he's got this weird little thing tucked away in this random building. And then you walk in, and he's got uh, he's got like a tiny little waiting room with a big TV with Fox News broadcasting on it. And, <laughs> and so I had to wait in there, and that's he's got it up like full blast, because I, I think he's kind of old, so he couldn't hear very well. Oh, gotcha. So he had to hear it. Gotcha. And then you go in, and it's this fancy machine. So it's no longer ink or anything like that. Like it's a fancy scanner, but it's a really high-end one. Mm-hmm. So it just scans it instantly and you can watch it and as he's doing it he's like oh oh well yeah see what you got right there it's going around the island that's what's happening right there the island what is the
0: island is the the
2: the center of the of your fingerprint and that's where everything like swirls around it so that's that's the island for for most people although me and
1: i like for theater of the mind uh we're both looking at our fingerprints earlier and can i just tell you i got away with the best thing today because when greg was telling me about his magical fingerprints when he was looking at his hand i'm like greg I, I can't tell if you're looking at your fingerprints close enough you should probably check to see and i totally got him where he was like that i'm like wait wait what weird fingerprint was it and i went bam and got to hit him in the, in the face because with i hand. had my <laughs>
2: hand felt held up to my face and sarah slapped my hand and hit me in the face
1: it was hilarious it was greg wasn't even hilarious. mad he's like that was good
2: that was pretty good it's <laughs> not hilarious well the reason i was looking is because i have very rare fingerprints sarah I have very oh rare fingerprints. God.
1: Everybody has rare fingerprints. No. Every fingerprint is different. No. That's the definition of rare.
2: No, but the type that I have, the double loop, it doesn't come around the very often. The double loop? It's called the double loop. And so it's where it loops in and there's not really an island. It's like a swirl on it. And so it's, it's pretty fantastic and I feel pretty good about myself. The fact oh. that something different than other people. Although it will make me stick out a little more. When, if I, so, if I would I ever like do something.
1: I like how you say when I commit, <laughs> when, I mean, if, if, I mean, when I never, and ever commit a crime.
2: I will no longer be working for the... Wow,
1: University so you have, like, the fancy, like, 3D ones that they had to roll around and mm-hmm. stuff in there. Because I know when I got, you know, in 1988 or whatever, when I did it, like, you just did, like, you got your hands all inky, and then you had to, like, stick your fingers right. in, like, the squares. Mm-hmm. So now, like, maybe they probably can't even use those anymore.
2: Uh, they probably scan them all in. I would think that's what really? they do. Yeah. In Why the tiny they?
1: little in the tiny little island town that I lived on, you think they would like squirreled away all of our little pieces Probably. of paper with our tiny fingerprints on and have scanned them it. all in?
2: You're in the system somewhere, I'm sure. So anyway, well, I'm I'm definitely in the system now. So they're they're checking me. All
1: right, this, so wait, so I'm looking case. at this double looping thing. All right, that's kind of weird. So apparently, it's a thing. Yeah, I'm like So there are different kinds of fingerprints. So there's arching, there's but double looping. It says is the is the rarest. Yeah, that's weird. All I right, know. So I
2: had no idea. It's my special thing
1: Alright, so I'm looking at this So double loop, ooh, double loopers Oh
2: What? What? What about it?
1: Oh, I'm looking at double loop The personality uh, types of double loopers Oh,
2: are you looking at like some zodiac sign thing? No, I'm looking at
1: this uh, It's a thing, the meaning of fingerprints The arch, tent, and the double loop what about so it? So the double loop says
2: that's right, rare get it's this. like it's like comes from, it comes from says, like a royal bloodline or something It's or from
1: a bloodline, let me tell more you. Advanced. Well, I don't I don't know if it's quite royal depending on your beliefs. It's like it says a double loop uh represents a duplicitous disciple. What? The standout example was Judas who betrayed Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> the double loop represents a whistleblower who works in an organization but has ulterior motives. What? It may also represent a person who weaves mysteries Ooh. or it may represent a charlatan who makes showy pretenses of knowledge for fraudulent purposes.
2: I'm showy pretenses of,
1: of knowledge. Let me can I say that again? Showy pretenses of knowledge. <laughs> showy pretenses of knowledge.
2: Really? That is what it yes. says? Yeah, and it's being asked in the chat by Suman, how do they have Judas's fingerprints? Yeah, what is this associated with? How do with? they
1: have my fingerprints? Nobody knows how these magical fingerprints work.
2: <laughs> so obviously a very special person has double-looping wow. double fingerprints.
1: What does it mean um, when somebody has the feet of clay? It
2: keeps um, saying that. I don't know. Feet of clay like you don't It's a person who move.
1: exposes feet of clay. That's what else it says about
2: you. You know what jars of clay is. I'm not sure what... I know
1: what puddles of mud are. <laughs>
2: Uh, I'm not sure. What it, what exactly does feet of clay mean? I mean that you don't move? That you- Showy
1: pretenses of knowledge. The Greg <laughs> Nibbler story. Showy pretenses of knowledge. That's the best phrase I've ever read.
2: <laughs> well, I think it's quite neat. So I'm obviously obviously of a different kind of cast than, than most people. All
1: right. Another one says, uh, yeah, another uh, trait of a double loop. Uh, it says, uh, so there are two sides to this. Also, it may represent a good salesman who's honestly trying to help a person in need. However, more predominantly, it represents... if this Is your double loop on your left hand or your right hand?
2: Uh, well, I think I had some on both. Okay, well on... So I believe I had three. Uh, let me see here. Uh, well, on your left hand, it represents
1: prints. an embezzler who cooks the books.
2: What? Are you an
1: embe? I'm in business with you. Are you embezzling our vast
2: wealth? Our vast wealth is. Yes. That, you're embezzling? You mean the new car I have outside? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I can assure you there's no embezzling. Uh, but it is on my left hand. It is on my left hand. Yeah, I do have one on here. Okay. Yeah. So that means I'm embezzling stuff? No, it says have... that
1: you have the potential to be an embezzler.
2: Oh, wow. Do you think they're going to Also, check what was that? my
1: favorite new phrase? Showy pretenses of knowledge. <laughs> oh, my God. Alright, so Kelton uh, in the chat is saying that he's looking at uh, feet of clay as a reference to the interpretation of a dream by uh, Nebuchadnezzar, uh, king of Babylon, by the prophet Daniel, as recounted in the book of Daniel. The analogy is now commonly used to refer to a weakness or character
2: flaw. What? Especially in people of prominence. <laughs> what this is just jealous people who don't have the double loop. See, this is that's what this is. Do I this have is being the double written loop? by the, the non double loopers. What does
1: the double loop look like? Like you have uh, two, well, two loopy know. things? You
2: probably don't have one, so I wouldn't worry about
1: okay, it. Okay, so what it looks like is like a yin yang kind of. It's like a swirl. Kind
2: of. That's that's a no. It's not lines.
1: kind of. I'm looking at it, and that's what it is,
2: Greg. It's well, not kind of. Everybody can look at their own fingerprints, and if there are fellow double loopers out there, maybe we should get together and talk.
1: All right. Well, I do have uh, to say, I don't have any double loops. I'm looking right now. I have no double loops.
2: Yep. Well, I have a lot of you're circles. Not special. I'm sorry. You're not special in this way. In this way, you have your own ways. Wow, thanks, Greg. But I mean, you know, it's just it's a separate kind of world that us double loopers live in, and I'm just learning about it right now. It's like I'm learning about a whole new whole new group I'm a part of. So, fellow double loopers. You know, it uh, looks like Katie from Texas is a double looper.
1: Oh, chat, so. so she's a little... So she she has, understands. Does she have showy pretenses of knowledge as well?
2: I don't know. I don't know.
1: Katie, I expected more from you.
2: Yeah. So anyway, it was it was fun to learn that about myself today. Wow. You know, I felt pretty amazing. So
1: the guy was pretty excited about it.
2: He, he actually was. No, in all honesty. <laughs> Seriously, the guy, it was weird. I'm like, dude, I just want to get these fingerprints done and get out of here. I've got a lot of places to be. And uh, and yet yeah, he stopped. He stopped everything so he could try to zoom in. No, like, no I, I saw it on one of them. Nope, not that one. No, I saw it on one of them. So each one of my fingerprints went up into the separate boxes on the screen, but he had to zoom in on each one of them over and over so he could figure out where the extra one was that he thought he saw. All and, right, and, Greg, and, I
1: found it specifically for the finger. So let me see. So if you have a ring finger, I'm looking this up. That's what I'm doing. If you have one on your ring finger on your left hand, then that could mean that you are potentially a good detective.
2: Really? Let me Greg, see I have
1: never seen him want something my more in his finger? life as he's looking at. Nope, it's not a double loop.
2: no. I can pretend it is No, it's not a double loop Okay Dang it <laughs> your Ring finger's the second one in from the pinky, right?
1: Yeah, that's like the Yeah, the, the next p-
2: one over? Yeah Yeah Uh, no, no well, well, that's just
1: there. disappointing, isn't no, it? Oh
2: man Well, that's okay It's just not necessary This will just help me So was that.
1: it kind of freaky getting your I mean, I know that you Like, you don't do anything that illegal But, you know Was it kind of freaky to be in a place Like, surrounded by all this The stuff that's like Taking your samples I mean You usually take samples, Greg You were giving samples
2: uh, well, yes, I, I did. I gave samples of my fingerprints. I guess. No, I mean, I don't really care. I don't have anything to worry about. So, I have never been caught with anything. So, I'm okay. All right. So, uh,
1: Suman in the chat is a, he has a ring finger. He has the double loop on his right ring finger, which means exposing feet of clay or a tragic flaw. You also might be a destroyer.
2: Oh no! I didn't know there was so much that goes into this. I guess so. Okay. But yeah, no, it didn't really make me nervous. I was more just annoyed that it was taking too long. Mm -hmm. That was more what it was, and how fascinated he really was by the by the fingerprints. Like it, it it was a big deal for him. I think Hmm. that day. I don't think a lot goes. I don't think a lot goes on.
1: Well, I mean, if you're uh, in there getting fingerprinted, if that's your fingerprinting office, then maybe that's what you do. I mean, so so, so Bobby clearly he's very knowledgeable in his field.
2: Yeah, yeah, that it's true. Well, yeah. So. So. Anyway, it was. Uh, I did have to do that in order to. I am in the system now. Oh my god. Yeah, it's kind of nerve wracking. You got to be careful now. Mm-hmm. Why, why fresh- would I not have to be careful before? Because
1: you're freshly in the system.
2: Oh, so that like means the, something.
1: I don't know. Plus, I was looking at this because I, I have a scar on my pinky from when I cut it um, on like a piece of glass like years ago. So even if they still had my fingerprints, this one has been cut. So, right, so, I, so if I count. commit a crime, I just need to make sure that if I leave a fingerprint, it's just my pinky print with the cut on it. So yeah, th- I, I don't think tell.
2: that would be how that works. Yeah, because really.
1: it would break it. Because if it's trying no. to read it with its fancy CSI detective reading fingerprint thing, and it's different than what it was you know, when I was in fourth grade.
2: Yeah, they. They. I think they could figure that out with minus the cut there. How
1: can you... F- well, I want to ask if my fingerprints are in there, but I don't want to sound suspect. Call him. No. Yeah, that's what I should do. Hi. <laughs> um, I just wanted to see if you had my fingerprints on file Just wanted to check
2: <laughs> I don't know I'm sure somebody we, we have listeners who work in law enforcement Maybe they can say what, the, what really happens with that When they come into the classrooms when you're a kid And have everybody do their fingerprints Do they keep those and put them into a file Or do they not
1: Yeah, because I think it was during my uh, during Drug abuse resistance education A.K.A. dare to keep off drugs Dare to just mm-hmm. say no Oh, I remember Dare to make this pledge to let your mind and body grow
2: I I don't remember all of that part of it. I remember the dare system, and I remember a bunch of people from my high school got asked to go to the grade school to give the uh, to give the dare speech to be the cool high school kids coming in or whatever they were. And I didn't get asked to. And I was kind of annoyed. I was like, well, "Wait a minute! I didn't want to." But I was like, "Well, wait a minute. Why? Why? Why don't I get to go?"
1: Well, if they would have known that you had those bitching double loop finger tips, then maybe you would have had a better chance.
2: Yeah, dare really stuck with you, didn't it? It did. Yeah. I thought it was drug abuse resistance education.
1: That's what I said. Drug abuse resistance education. What was the other thing you said? Dare tells it so. Oh, it's a song that came with it. Uh, I think I sang this before. It's like a. um, It has a whole bunch of like drug, like drug reference lyrics, like "want to take a hit, no thanks, I got a split." Dare tells us So it's our right To say no Seriously We wow. would have Singalongs And I, had, I went to A weird school Then it turns out That my uh, Dare officer Was arrested For drugs <laughs> Later on in life So
2: that happened Oh that's fantastic mm-hmm. Alright wow. I have no idea How uh, I remember it That's I have, pretty amazing That you remember that I do Alright yeah. Have you ever thought about uh, Do they still have that Is Dare still around I don't know Yeah I'm not sure If it is or not oh, I remember they I had The fancy car
1: Yes mm-hmm. The car was awesome
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah also, uh, if you're keeping track day two, I'm still itchy.
2: You can listen to yesterday's show to yes. understand that. <laughs> All right. Uh, coming so, up, also, we didn't need to say that coming up on the show, in just a little while, we're going to be joined by Bree Pruitt and Nick Walker.
1: Yeah, two comedians we haven't had on before. We've heard a lot about both of them. So they're going to be in talking about Funny Over Everything, which is going to be happening here in the not-so-distant future. Yes, They'll I believe be on about that
2: Monday. Mm-hmm. Monday, which is the same day that I will be um, also... <sighs> Oh, performing at Back Fence PDX God. storytelling. Well, I mean, and actually, Brie has done it before. Yes, I Yeah, so she was on the list. Yeah, I was gonna
1: say, like, if if they haven't, if people haven't gotten their tickets to see you do Back Fence now, I mean, they're probably shit out of luck because Ye- I think they were almost sold out yesterday. So I'm there
2: might sure. still be there might still be some. So I mean, go there and try if you if you want to come. So it's backfencepdx.com, and this Monday, December ninth, I will be one of the featured storytellers at their anniversary event. At Portland Center Stage in front of, presumably, it's going to sell out 600 people. For 10 minutes, me alone with a microphone. Oh, my God. I can have no notes. All from memory. Tell a personal story. That's got to be very personal. I am so incredibly nervous about this. I'm not going to lie. This is, um, this is, (laughs) it's, I've never done anything quite like this. You know, and I've talked about it before. Not we, a lot of people, have, of people have. have talked to thousands of people right now with this show, but I don't see them in front of Mm-mm. me. And this is different than telling a story like this. A personal story, too. A it's not personal only, story. Because
1: Greg can't tell me. Because one of the things that, um, yeah. that with Back Fence PDX and like with Moth and with everything is that you can't talk about, you can't tell anybody the story that you're going to tell.
2: Right. And, and I mean, in, in all fairness, you know, since we do do this show every day for the last four years, you may have heard some version of... Of Perhaps uh, something that I'm going to talk about Yes But it's But it's a fully detailed personal. Yes Okay Much more personal than I've ever revealed About myself really anywhere Because
1: as much as I know you Like I know Greg pretty well I mean we've sat in a room together For four plus years at this point And then like a year before that When we were both working together On the Rick Emerson show mm-hmm. So quite a bit of time And Greg Greg is not the one uh, The kind to open up
2: If you yeah. will I, I have stuff that I
1: You got some Everyone's got their buried stuff
2: Yeah I got buried stuff some I don't like to some talk buried about.
1: a little deeper you mm-hmm. know some people are buried a little deeper than others, yeah and so this is this is really interesting to watch Craig uh put this together because I don't know i I know vaguely what the story is, but I yeah. have no idea what the details are,
2: yeah, it's it, it's... I'll be... I mean, I am so nervous. About I have it. never
1: seen you this nervous. Ever. I don't get
2: nervous about things. You don't get nervous
1: usually about anything.
2: No. Not not about anything performance-wise Mm-mm. or entertainment-wise. not Nothing like that. Um, I get nervous about money, but that's different. Yeah. So, but... Uh, yeah, it's... Um, I'm really nervous I didn't even sleep very well Last night Because today I'm meeting up with The coach again today oh. So we met last it's Wednesday It's six days
1: away And you're still Not sleeping You're already not sleeping Because you're nervous
2: Well we met last Wednesday <laughs> And she gave me All kinds of notes And stuff that I needed To incorporate in And things I needed To change And weights to do the story And so I meet again today I think maybe With two coaches And I have to tell The whole story again But I, it's so hard To do this right Like it's It really is A difficult thing like it's an art form to do this in the correct way and it is an art form storytelling is very difficult and I'm I'm working very hard at it I don't think I'm ready yet and I'm just going to tell them that today I'm like I'll, I'll do what I can I know I need a lot more work um, but I, w- I will. By the time by the time Monday comes around, I'll be ready. Mm. That's all I'm going to be doing this weekend. But still, it's uh, I'm I'm nervous. Oh I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I can't I can't even fake it. I can't hide it. I, I am nervous about this. Well, you
1: got to get it done before Saturday because Saturday is SantaCon.
2: Well, yeah. I mean,
1: <laughs> got to prioritize, man.
2: Yeah. Well, well, we'll you see. have your meeting I, I, today,
1: so this is is this kind of like the last meeting before. The big hurrah! Oh, no,
2: I've got another one too. So I don't know if SantaCon's in the cards for me this weekend. Okay. We'll to see. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, I'm sweating it. I'm sweating it.
1: You've got this.
2: I'll have it. It's just it's going to be weird without. Any so what's notes
1: scarier about it? Is it the six hundred mm-hmm. people that you're speaking in front of? Is it the not having notes? Is it not having a podium? Is it not knowing what you're going to wear? Is it not being able to remember the story?
2: Well, you added now. I've got three more things I'm going to be worried <laughs> about added on there I hadn't been thinking about. So that's that's great. We'll just add some more onto those. Uh, it's not necessarily the six hundred people. I, I'm I'm going to be okay with that. It's what in particular I'm doing. It's telling this this personal story to make sure that I do it right and I don't fumble. And which, if I do, you know, what's well, not the end of the world.
1: If you do, yeah, I mean, that's a you're telling your own story. But you're I also allowed... have
2: like a certain amount of time to get it done in, so I, I need to be done with pretty much ten minutes. So I have to pack a lot into there and mm-hmm. nuances and all of these things into the story, and I've got to hit it all and still naturally tell the story. So it's. It's a complicated process that I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I had no idea how complicated it oh, was. Oh,
1: I did. That's why when we first met Frayne, and she was so awesome, I'm like, I respect what you do, and that's awesome, and hell no,
2: I would never want to do that, because yeah. that
1: is like my nightmare.
2: Yeah, <laughs> saying, notes, you lived it. How hard can it be? Well, it it is, it's a little more complicated than that. But it's Greg not as the... simple as just a peripheral story.
1: So you have to, it's like not, it's like an inside, it's an interior it's like the story of what was going on in your mind in this particular situation as well. Yeah,
2: and to, to verbalize that and put that into story form is actually a lot of work. It's really it's difficult to do. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll be able to do it and I'll get it done, but it's 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 a difficult thing, at least for me. It's a difficult task. That
1: would be difficult for anybody. Yeah. yeah, to not only have to be in public speaking, but also saying something that you haven't nuances, said in front of anybody before, from,
2: and say things I've never said in front of anyone ever before. No one. <laughs> I've never talked about this. some of this stuff that may go into this that I've never about. This is like about. therapy.
1: This it, is it, it awesome. It kind of is. It kind of it are is. Are you remembering shit? It's like stuff getting... Yeah. Is the, Are the layers of the onion being peeled?
2: They are. Yeah. Oh, that's
1: weird when you open that door. Because when I used to go to a therapist, I a door. Like, you just all of a sudden... like You don't realize how many repressed memories you actually have. I
2: opened a door to when I was younger, and it's... just uh, I, I Well, and it's all part of this. It's a big, long thing. But anyway. Yeah, it's... uh. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting.
1: All right. So that being said, Bree Pruitt, who is coming in, has done this before.
2: Yes. Oh boy. Yeah, Maybe yeah. she has some tips her. for you. I watched her. She was great. She was fantastic.
1: Well, she's also so, like a comedian, so totally. I mean, that's yeah. what she, she's used to doing. That, like, mm-hmm. because you know, in order to get into comedy, you have to kind of bare your soul in a weird way. Totally. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So. Oh. Anyway, I'm meeting uh, meeting later on today. And we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, somebody said there's only like 20 tickets left. so if you want to go it's it's a specially priced show yeah because usually it's
1: pretty it's pretty pricey yeah,
2: normally it's 20 bucks mm-hmm. but this one is going to be five dollars because it's their anniversary thing. So you can go to backfence PDX and I think they've got a link there if there are any tickets left too yeah, so to
1: it's uh, Tim Ganey, Jessica Lee Williamson, and Jefferson Smith.
2: yep, and then myself.
1: And then yourself. I'm looking at the website. You know, everyone else has just their, um, like where they're from, like Jefferson Smith, PDX, Jessica Lee Williamson, LA, Greg Nibbler, PDX, host of Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> Woo! And then Tim Gainey, PDX. You got yourself a fancy little descriptor there.
2: I know. It's kind of nerve wracking. I think the Mercury is giving away tickets too, to him, because uh, I, I got a I memo on that. Yeah. And then there's a separate thing. So my featured thing, the, uh, it's great expectations is the theme. For What I'm supposed to be speaking of. Mm-hmm. But then there's a separate thing that goes on, I think, after we perform that's called Russian Roulette, where they spin a wheel and a topic comes up, and the person gets five minutes to come up with a like a, a five minute story about it. See,
1: I would be better at that. That makes me less afraid because when I was in, um, when I went to Catholic school in Seattle, uh, they had, uh, there are all kinds of like speech convex- conventions, like speaking conventions, where like you do storytelling, like you read from a book, or they do things. And one of the segments that they had was called Impromptu Speaking. Oh really? And they gave you a topic and I actually did quite well at that. They give you a topic, you have like 5 minutes to work on it and then you have to give like a 2-minute speech about the topic and just come up, you know, off the top of your head about like what you'd talk about, which that was I that is actually less stressful probably because it's not as personal.
2: Right, yeah, it's not yeah. As personal and you can flub it and it's okay. Mhm. It's okay because obviously you just had 5 minutes to come up with that. Yeah. I have I've had a week and a half
1: two weeks. You are going to do fantastic. I am so All right. excited. All right. Plus, it's just going to be you up there. And you know what? Even if you do make a mistake, that's part of the charm. Because totally. what it is, is great expectations. Maybe your future great expectation could be like, I wanted to do this perfectly, and I maybe forgot a couple <laughs> of lines. That, that, that could be like a good closer. Yeah. <laughs> there you
2: yeah, go. Yeah, there we go. That, that could be <laughs> it. You're protected. Yeah. Well, You'll be we'll fine. S- we'll see how it works. Mm-hmm. So yeah, doing that this afternoon. And then I'm coming home, and uh, apparently there's going to be a new addition To the household for the next couple of weeks. A new addition. Yes. David is uh, going to be house-sitting another cat. We're going to have two (laughs) cats in the house. It's... (sighs) You're
1: going to have two cats? And I'm the crazy cat lady? You're the one that keeps acquiring more cats?
2: I'm not acquiring cats. My roommate Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Under your roof, you have two cats that are going to be living in your house. I have zero cats. Uh,
2: I don't know how it went from that. They used to... I mean, I never had a cat until... Until David moved in, and then now there's going to be two more cats in there. It is kind of rapidly turning. Are they going to fight? Maybe I can train them to fight, because I was wooing Marvel, the cat that lives there um, already. I was wooing her with uh, with my singing the other day again. I can sing, and she'll So, I'm
1: sorry. Again, how am I the crazy cat lady when you're sitting at home singing to a cat?
2: <laughs> I don't know you what are You're the crazy
1: about. cat man. No You're the crazy cat man No I'm sorry Can you tell me that story again Where you were just talking about How you were singing to a cat
2: Well yeah But that's just because uh, When I sing Animals tend to come flocking to me And so Marvel will come running To wherever I am Once I start singing But now there will be Another cat in there I want to see if my powers Work on this other cat I wonder if they will. Then I can have them both there on my beck and call. I can like train them. Train them to do what? What can a cat do? Oh, well, you can train them to like attack things. Like somebody comes in the house, and I'll just be like, and I'll raise my hand and I'll put it up and I'll be like, attack, or something like that. And and you want to uh, create attack with... cats? Yeah, yeah, I think that would be pretty awesome. If I could train them to do that, if I could train them to attack on command, that would be pretty badass. That's like, I can train them to clean the kitchen. How would a cat possibly clean the kitchen? Well, they can lick the floors and stuff like that. Gross!
1: You want <laughs> floors covered with cat tongues? I
2: don't know, it's like sandpaper. It's like scrubbing it. You know, they get the tile work and all that stuff. And then you'd I probably have to some do all sick kinds of
1: cats. Things. You'd probably have sick sick cats well, from
2: licking the floor of your... They're not my cats. You're a
1: horrible person.
2: <laughs> I think, uh, I, think I, I could... Well, see, people are confusing this in the chat, saying that I have uh, cat calls... In that, uh, yeah, I, I am not becoming the crazy cat person. I'm not a crazy cat person. Oh, I'm sorry. What's them. the
1: first step in becoming a crazy cat person? Oh, acquiring multiple cats. I
2: have not acquired multiple cats. David may be on the border of uh, being a crazy cat person. I don't know. He's got two now that are going to be there. But only for a couple of weeks. Then the other one goes away.
1: Still a cat in your house. That's two cats. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be cat city by the time you're done.
2: <sighs> when people come over, is that what they're going to think? Mm-hmm might have to like over explain because you
1: can't smell cats with one cat because marvel smells just marvelous she's an adorable three-legged little wonder cat however with two cats oh no two cats it's probably gonna smell like you
2: have cats it's gonna smell
1: because they can't use the same litter box i don't they think don't? don't they do they? i don't know i've never had cats you live with a cat
2: uh, yeah do, but that's in david's do cats room. share litter boxes i don't know I've never owned cats. I just I mean, assume I owned that cats maybe they, they don't kid, share. But they were outdoor cats. They did whatever they wanted to.
1: <sighs> Alright, well then maybe they'll share the same litter box, but that's double the poop.
2: Oh, see. That's so gonna, gonna to be take some sting- this.
1: Well, I mean, I'm sure David will. He obviously he clearly does a good job because I can't ever smell cats there. But good. once you start to multiply the cats, no matter how hard you try, then it gets worse. Sometimes you smell the cats.
2: Oh, I didn't think about this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I don't want to be the crazy smelly cat place where people walk in and they're like oh oh god it smells in here oh no that's well then you're nightmare so familiar because i have such a bad sense of smell oh yeah that, that is my worst nightmare is smelling bad oh yeah that is one of my most horrifying thoughts mm-hmm. if my house smells bad or and then i don't know because i'm so used to it or i can't smell it and then other people do but then they don't say anything that's the worst is oh, when you think you're used to a smell and then that's awful
1: someone finally smells it and you're like oh god is that what i smell like is that what the inside of my nose smells like is that why i don't smell it
2: the smelly cat place
1: well, i am saying because marvel's great but i mean how much do you know about this new cat Does i don't know anything will it,
2: like pee on your stuff i know stuff? the owner is moving uh, and and needs someplace to put the cat for a couple of weeks during the moving process so I, that's all i know oh i don't know is all it right. a boy
1: cat or a girl cat
2: i don't know i don't know it's a cat well you know they're I mean, Boy and girl cats Well yes I mean I'm aware of that mm-hmm. I'm aware of that fact But I'm just saying I don't know I don't know Oh this could be bad This I don't know about this Alright Well um Our guests are gonna be here Before too long Should we do a little bit Of ball talk before, Oh heck yeah Before that Do you wanna remind everyone too Cause it is I mean it was Cyber Monday Yesterday just
1: Don't I hate that word so much Stop saying it
2: I think it should be A whole cyber week Sarah <laughs> Cyber Sarah says that uh, if Do you... Do not
1: call me Cyber Sarah.
2: ...get an I thing from Amazon, go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on the Amazon link. You know Amazon's going to start delivering stuff by drones? Are they? Yeah, for real. I talked about it on Digital Trends yesterday. They're, they're going to have drones that will be able to deliver whatever your package is within 30 minutes. That's weird. Yeah. Huh. Depending on what the package is. They'll have distribution centers with drones that'll fly out and deliver it to your house.
1: Oh, the future is when, in our lifetime. That's interesting. It's like
2: five years away, though.
1: Okay. Well, fingers crossed.
2: Yeah. <laughs> drones. Go to radio.com. Click on the Amazon link. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right, it's, it's short balls. Short balls today. Um, Do you want to say this? The Portland Trailblazers are number one in the Western Conference right now. Or I guess technically tied with San Antonio, but still, they've they've already beaten San Antonio. Uh, Beat the number one team from the East yesterday, the Indiana Pacers. So, good for them. That was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. They're doing a good job. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were talking about the cyber world, Sarah. And I do have to ask you this. I
1: want to beat you today.
2: I really want to change the internet to cyber world. So, what do you think... Was the number one most searched athlete in the United States in 2013 on the cyber world. I'm just going to slip it in there until you you just roll with it. Athlete? Yeah. The number one most searched athlete in the U.S. LeBron James. No. Kobe Bryant. No. Basketball player? No.
1: Uh, Johnny Football.
2: Nope. Brett Favre. Nope. In 2013.
1: Oh, uh, what's his nuts? Uh, um, The the God guy. He likes to pray. I know. The God guy. not Ben Roethlisberger and his gray ashy penis. Not him. It's a. Uh... Why am I not remembering his name? I know who it is. It's the Jesus guy. Tim yep. Tebow. Tim Tebow. Yes.
2: Cyber Sarah is correct. Tim Tebow <laughs> was the most searched athlete. Stop in the United calling States me States in
1: Cyber Sarah. <laughs> <The> Cyber Woods.
2: <laughs> no. No. Tim Tebow. So, yes, he was the most searched athlete in 2013. And I don't even think he played a down of football. He, he, I don't think he's played any professional sport in the year 2013. Maybe he played a game in January. Maybe. Probably not. So, But still, nonetheless, the most searched athlete. So, there we go. All um, right. Moving on in ball talk. We have this. So we'll go straight straight to yesterday, and this has to do with the Seattle Seahawks beating the New Orleans Saints, and the crowd, the twelfth man, what we were talking about yesterday, mm-hmm. who was going to set the Guinness Book of World Records for most noise. Yeah, they did it. Oh. They broke the uh, they bro- broke the previous record set by the Kansas City Chiefs crowds earlier earlier this year for the loudest recorded crowd ever. However, they not only did that. According to the University of Washington and the Pacific Northwest Seismic Network, they registered an earthquake in the one to two range by how loud they were. <laughs> it registered on the seismic scale as a one to two range earthquake. Wow! Yeah. I Hope nobody brought their children to that. That's going to be some oh yeah future death Absolutely! Kids. Wow! Absolutely. So there it is—an earthquake, basically caused by Seattle Seahawks fans. Huh. Uh, and finally, in ball talk. We've got this So this has to do From the game last night When the referees Took a pause to make a call And so as you know If you watch an NFL game Or really any sporting event The referee When they announce the call to the crowd they'll, they'll get together The refs will confer And make sure they agree with the call And then one guy will walk out To the center field And turn on a mic That amplifies it to the whole stadium Okay Well this is what was happening So this is during the game Seattle's up 34-7 to 7, And the refs are conferring for a call and I'm going to play the audio here. And then the one ref goes back to the center to announce what the uh, what was going on. Okay. There
1: is no delay of game. We didn't let the team go because we were stretching out balls.
2: It is fourth down. Reset the play clock at 25 seconds. It's a good thing his microphone works tonight because he's given us some great interpretations. <laughs> It was initially marked the completion and going to be a first down, it. and then from the back, there is
1: no delay of game. We didn't let the team go because we were stretching our balls. It is fourth down. Reset the play clock at twenty-five seconds. It's a good thing. I don't understand why. I
2: don't even know what is he, he was stretching to... our balls. That's certainly what it sounds like. Here, I'll play it one more time for you. What he was? Does he not concerned...
1: think that his microphone was on? Is no, that...
2: he's speaking to the crowd. We didn't let the team go because we were stretching out balls. <laughs> it is fourth down. Reset the play
3: clock
1: to twenty-five seconds. <laughs> what would the audience even think that? Because they start booing.
2: Yeah, we didn't, I don't know. No delay of game. We crowd. didn't let them go
1: because I was because stre- we, we were stretching, stretching our, balls. our balls. Switching our balls. Switching out balls. There is no delay of game. We didn't let the team go because we were stretching out balls. That doesn't sound it like is switching. Reset the play clock at 25 seconds. It's a good thing. It's Wait, wow. so someone's saying switching up balls. It's a, he's There's a solid T sound after he, he it's, messed he's it going it stitch. It's, it sounds like stitching up balls or stretching up so balls. So maybe
2: that's what he was trying to go for was switching our balls. But it, Can most you please play it one more time? One more time. I want
0: to hear. To be a first down, and then from the back,
1: there is no delay
2: Oops. No, of course. Of course.
1: From the back, there is no delay of
2: game. We didn't let the team go because we were stretching our balls. That's not switching. I think that he was trying to probably say that, but he messed it up badly enough. It sounds way more like stretching our balls than stretching out balls. <laughs> stretching our balls.
1: Is that what you were over there laughing at earlier? Yes, it was. Okay. Because Greg was over there when we were doing uh, show prep. He's just like, I got my closer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, there we go. The Refs in Seattle stretching their balls. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk.
1: Is football season almost done?
2: Oh no, you got like uh, two and a half more months. Oh Jesus! I just college have, football will be done after about the Seahawks. Week of man,
1: like I have way too many friends who like the Seahawks. It is just all the Seahawks. Seahawks, Seahawks all the time.
2: are very very good this year. So they they could, in fact, be the best team in the NFL. Okay. Yeah. Although, since I already made that declaration, obviously, it's going to be the Green Bay. Oh, of
1: course. Yes. Your word is is
2: truth. All right. uh, Let's go ahead and take a break so we can get our guests in here, and then we'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hey, this is Steve Lemmy. This is Kevin Heffernan. We're from the movie Super Troopers, and Beer Fest, and Club Dread, and Slam and Salmon. Yeah, and you're listening to Greg the Nibbler and Sarah Dillon. We're nibbling it and we're dilling it on fun em- fun employment. You should all listen to Fun Employment now and nibble it.
1: Hello. Hello. Why are you not Sorry. saying anything? No, because <laughs> I,
2: I had a weird pop in my mic there. I was waiting to... Oh, okay.
1: Wait to yes, waiting to indeed. fix the pop. Yes, indeed. Hello. Welcome
2: back to Fun and We're just a radio. well-oiled machine today, yes, I tell indeed. you. That's what we are, Sarah. <laughs> We're professionals. Yes. do this every day. Of this, course. That's uh, what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thank you, everyone, for tuning in. So as we said earlier in the show, we are now joined by two of the performers from Funny Over Everything, which is coming up this Monday at this the Hollywood Monday. Theater. Ladies and gentlemen, Bree Brie Pruitt.
1: Hello, and Nick Walker. <laughs>
2: Hello. Hi.
1: So we're having a, a little bit of some mic difficult, some headphone difficulties right now. So we're just getting that squared away. But yeah, we're looking at this. All right. So this is coming up. First of all, let's just get that out of the way first. So next Monday. December 9th At 8pm There's a chance of snow That day I'm looking at this Well, We'll go
3: on stage No matter what Yeah Okay I no will r-
2: brave that Just like Santa <laughs> In
3: the post <laughs> office <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> So um, So Bree We were talking before this So I was I was saying earlier mm-hmm. On the show How I'm gonna be doing Back fence You have done back fence
3: PDFs. Yeah I did it In uh, last month It was Oh so you did it Pretty recently Yeah I did it Really recently Wow
2: and how big a place did you do it at? It was Where's in the it?
3: Mission. Uh, so that's, that's a lot of like, people. It's
1: a 250.
2: Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah.
1: Well, <laughs> it's not a. <as laughs> <laughs> yeah, Greg's getting prepped, I think, for... But the, how many does it hold?
2: Six 600.
1: How many people are listening
2: to you right now? Thousands. But okay. it's different, but I don't get to see them. <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing. This is what makes me nervous. So I want to ask you a question. So yeah. what, was, what was your theme? My theme was losing
3: my religion. Okay. Like the REM song. Yes, <laughs> uh, and it was about people losing their faith for various reasons. Somebody had a near death experience. Somebody was Mormon, wasn't Mormon anymore, mm-hmm. and I broke up with someone who was Catholic. So I had like kind of the easiest okay story to get across. It was you know it was pretty sad. Did you just yeah. help
0: them lose their faith? Is that what happened?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what the trouble because I I was raised Catholic and I know that Catholics are yeah. crazy. Was there a big? It um, was a rift, and it was more that he was
3: from Boston, and I was—I've been raised in Portland. I'm kind of woo-woo pagan, you know, and he was <laughs> super Boston Irish Catholic. Yeah, and, and we were long distance, and it, it just didn't work. Mm-hmm. And he was also like yeah. six years younger than me. So, but um, uh, we met at summer camp, and the story was about that. I, <laughs> we were awesome. working at a summer camp as adults. It wasn't like
2: okay, yeah. so. So when you did it, did you have to? Go, you had like a coach and all that stuff. To yeah, you? you work
3: with uh, Beefraed Masters, mm-hmm. and yeah, she's she's uh, she produces that event, and she's uh, you know great at pulling that story out of you and making it, giving it a through line. Have you been working with her on your story? Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. I'm meeting again today for the second time.
3: He is freaking like he didn't even sleep last night. He's just like, <laughs> like I, have, I have. I don't know been going why like I'm an hour so nervous about
2: this. Like I mean, I've done so many things on stage, but this is just something completely. different It'll be to so
3: me. much easier when you're in front of an audience because you can tell what they want to hear, and it'll yeah. it'll just it'll just pull you right through Taylor. it. It'll Okay.
2: All right.
1: Oh, see, that's a, those are great that's words good. of wisdom from somebody who has been there on that stage telling a story.
3: Did
2: anybody screw up terribly?
1: No.
3: What nope. do you think okay. is going to
2: happen?
1: was <laughs> just like, he is freaking
3: himself what do you out. think? I, it's a story. You, there's no... I, I mean, the only thing you could do is like you know like set the place on fire which would be hard that <laughs> yeah, would, be, it would like be a lot yeah. of work it's an armory it would be pretty though. hard to yeah, set that on that's fire that's true
0: that's <laughs> always the weirdest way to look for comfort did anyone else screw up
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm thinking of I'm like okay, okay well, well, then I'll be the first one uh, <laughs> yeah I know I'm like oh well okay well they must have, well I can reference that then so I, I can't be the worst clearly
1: <laughs> no uh, but it's storytelling and it's your yeah, story and I mean yeah. if it, it is and it's uncomfortable so I mean if you mm-hmm. if you stumble over some words that's so be it you know it's a story
2: all
0: right if all you right. just did it like blank stare and just recited all <laughs> you know <laughs> that would be...
3: <laughs> the people who go to Back Fence are like NPR people, uh-huh. sort of. They're a little bit older than like a stand-up com- comedy audience, mm-hmm. and they're really liberal, and they're like often like married... So like NPR people, they are so thrilled that they're out of the house and they're <laughs> okay. at a big fancy show and a big fancy theater. And this is not a nice thing to say about this audience, but you know, like, it's just, you know, they're stoked to be there. They're okay. Really
2: great. All right. That's good.
3: Oh, no, that, that doesn't sound me mean better. at all. I mean, it sounds
1: exactly like
2: what no. I would picture the audience or to
3: like, be like. Or like wire audience. It's yeah. Kind of right. The same is kind of similar
2: people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay alright then that, that makes me a little bit less nervous you got this, <laughs> <Not> this <way.
1: laughs> you I can do know. it right. so Greg will be doing that next Monday but you guys will be at funny over everything yes yes. so have you? Uh, have either of you participated in funny over Isn't everything first before? funny over everything yeah, cool.
0: mine as well
2: so for anyone who doesn't know which we've talked about funny over everything many times on the show but can you guys give a synopsis of what the show is like
3: it's just a really great um, stand up show mm. por- a monthly stand up show in Portland where they bring um, you know wh- whoever amazingly talented buddy they met on the road <laughs> yeah um, to portland to do you know a, a large scale show and um the hosts are you know the very um you know experienced shane torres and sean jordan mm-hmm. um formerly ian carmel who are so comfortable with each other rest that in
0: peace ian carmel <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, just
1: he's alive, just in L.A. So
3: he's yeah. dead, mm-hmm.
0: dead to, us. Is to us. Yeah, dead yeah. to everyone here.
1: I know. Is. God, I love seeing his pictures every day. I like know. Take a picture with Mike Tyson. With Mike he's like, Tyson. like, do you like my shirt? <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Ian.
3: I like the picture with Drake. Oh yeah, yeah he's I saw that. Oh, yeah.
1: Drake.
2: Yeah. Do you see that Drake actually uh, caused a huge traffic delay here today? What? Like ooh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, he's performing here. I had no idea. I don't. Ooh, I, I don't follow Drake. That. But <laughs> anyone, uh, give me tickets.
0: I'll
2: <laughs> go tonight. But <laughs> I guess one of the, the trucks, trucks carrying all of their uh, all of their equipment fell over on uh, I five and blocked the entire. Oh, room. it was Drake. <gasps> that was Drake Cosmic that traffic? caused the traffic accident. Yeah. Drake. On, Drake blocked I five. Well, I-5.
3: just hold on, Jake. We're not going home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you said Jake. I you did not Jake. I, I didn't I said <laughs> Drake I heard Jake I was right on the money
3: I was laser accuracy with that forget joke. it
0: Drake it's Nick, Chinatown
3: stop it
1: <laughs> stop sabotaging my Drake <laughs> puns it was a good it was a good Jake Drake pun I liked it
0: <laughs> so <laughs> Nick how long uh, how long have you been doing <laughs> stand up here in, in that Portland <laughs> that's a good that's probably like three years I'd say yeah yeah off and on No, mostly on. I've been doing doing (laughs) it for three years on and... Never failed. How many
1: nights a week do you go out and
0: perform comedy? Oh, I don't know. Do open mics count? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, then four? Probably four nights a week, I'd say. Damn. Yeah, that's why I'm always impressed like, yeah. about
1: how like how hard working comedians because it's like something you have to get up and do like every single day if you want to keep on it's keeping out. It's so at
0: it. hard to just sit at a bar, you know, every night, just so like <laughs> I'm a, a modern day hero of just going to a bar to sit down, talk and about yourself and yeah. have other people listen to you. Yeah. yeah. Just go up there for three minutes and it's just like, oh sweating.
1: <laughs> it's a labor of love. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and how about you, Brie? How long have you been doing comedy? Almost four years. Yeah. Yeah. And all the whole time because you you're from Portland. Yeah,
3: I'm from Portland. I work in um I work in theater, and so like uh I've always taken little breaks to do regional theater in other parts of the country, but I always come back, awesome. get back in the game, nice. Uh, and I don't I don't hit the open mics as hard as other people. I wish I did. Um, I just I don't have the stamina. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting. Yeah. I, I I think it is. I actually think it is.
0: I just. Go and hang out. (laughs) 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 Chill with your girlfriend at the bar. Yeah. Oh
3: who is
1: another comedian who's very funny. Oh. Uh. Is there a lot of like inter comedian relationships?
0: I a couple. I don't think that lasts that long, but <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple. Yeah. Yeah. You I'd guys say. really stuck it out. Yeah, you really fought through this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, is there ever a battle between the two of you for open mic spots? Or yeah, kind but of if somebody spots? gets more
0: cheers than the other one, cool. uh, then you just if you I, that would be the worst. If I ever <laughs> had that mindset, <laughs> I would just be the worst person in the world. Like <laughs> Anthony Jeselnik. Oh Jesselnick. my god! I just. <laughs>
3: anthony justin like an amy schumer oh yeah. yeah they talk or he's talked about how like they were sort of at the same level of their career yeah. all the way through so that was lucky but then they didn't make it but then right. they didn't yeah. like
1: each other so much more. <laughs> i remember because we had uh i think we had amy in first a few years ago and then anthony yeah. and then we found out they were dating and then watching their careers kind of yeah. go and then and then it didn't turn out so well but yes. I mean, maybe they're still friends. Uh, maybe I don't Maybe
3: know. they're best friends I have forever. No idea. We don't they know. They that. sure have it's a lot totally of material possible. about each other. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that's they're comedy fine. gold
2: for each other. One, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, and Brie, you were just in Portland Mercury. For, uh, or Willamette Week, excuse Willama me. Willamette week. week, my bad. But I do,
3: I do uh, work for the Portland Mercury as a blogger. Okay. I write a uh, sex this and... This is where I had the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I write a sex and dating column for the blog, uh, blog town called Let's Do It <laughs> with Bree Pruitt. <laughs> 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 and I was in the Willamette Week last week and... Um, That was it. That's all. And that (laughs) happened.
0: As one of the best... It's not like you were just in there.
3: Yeah, I was voted by my peers as the fifth best funniest person. Yes. That's a good point. Did
0: they really number you? Yeah. I thought they just had someone as... Number one. Amy Miller is number no, I one. Five.
3: I'm fine with it. Like, because, you know, it's a it's a vote of, you know, people, you know, who it's all subjective. I also yeah. just yeah. did the Seattle International Comedy Competition, which I got ninth in. I, I don't know if I should say this on the radio that I got ninth place, but it was, you know. That's like, awesome. There's yeah. so many
1: people who participate it, in that.
3: It, there are a lot of participants. And, like, my, you know, comedy idols, like Nathan Brannan and Nina Carmel, both got seventh. So I was, like, gunning for seventh, mm-hmm. but ninth I felt good about. But it's, you know, comedy's super, super subjective. They're they're judging, you know, like a painting. How can, you know, a bunch of people look at a painting and be like, that's really good. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't
1: think so. So... I think if you're doing it right, art shouldn't be enjoyed by everybody necessarily. Totally, yeah. That's yeah. just, because we were asked to do it, we didn't end up doing it, but we were asked to do the Willamette Week poll, but it was like, but like it was just like, who's your favorite comedian? But the, like, there's so many people that I like for so many different types of comedy, yeah. and yeah. it's just like, I don't really know how to put a, like, a blanket statement over who's exactly. my, my favorite out yeah. of everybody. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. After, I just was like, oh, I want to see this person's face in the paper. That's <laughs> 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 all I really went by. Have you seen your face in the paper? I haven't seen my face in the paper. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> Can't wait to see. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just want to make sure what it's for. That's I, the key. yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't want to be unbusted. Yeah, I, yeah, know. I was gonna say yeah. you can get in the paper. I, really I'll get quick. in the paper quick. <laughs> just go right out.
1: <laughs> now, since you do do a, um, uh, the blog on dating and and yeah. the sex and the what have you, have you ever had a boyfriend in town that has been in busted or a lady friend, whichever
3: whichever is I, you're choosing? I am I'm heterosexual, mm-hmm. and I. Uh, Dated a dude had who had been arrested, and if you Googled his name, that was the first picture that came up, oh. which was you know he's a dick, so it's fine. Yeah, um, but uh, <laughs> that that happened. Yeah, yeah. I Did you know, before, yeah. Before you, you know that before?
2: Before you, you know, it
3: was one of the first things he told me, which was I thought was pretty honorable. Mm-hmm. Of no, that's him. good. Yeah,
2: I mean, I guess if you're going to Google somebody. Nowadays that's what you're somebody's going to do right. somebody. Yeah, right. gonna Google them, a little naughty. yeah it's going to it's going to pop up right away.
3: Luckily I'm
1: shallow and he was great looking. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it was a good mug shot. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> so you have that uh, see so you funny over everything on Monday are you guys performing at all this week this weekend anywhere?
0: Yeah, I'll be at uh, on Saturday at the Curious Comedy Theater, their late-night stand-up showcase at 10. Yeah, very cool. I wish I knew who
2: else was on it, but very funny people.
1: <laughs> and you'll be there. I'll be there, yes. yes. Well,
2: that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. That's really in the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we were saying that is going to be the same time as SantaCon, so you could get Drunken Santas coming in there. Oh. How, nice. do you, how would you handle... Like, how but they do you guys won't be handle- heckling,
1: because that's one of the rules of SantaCon, is you don't, you're don't, you not an asshole. Like, just, yeah, you, you but show at, up places. By that
2: time, yeah, they're going to be... Well, okay, if it's late assholes.
1: night, every time I've ended up after SantaCon, someplace after 10 p.m., still in my Santa outfit, it, mm-hmm. I'm making poor choices, because it's like, it's you should not be out at 10 p.m. after you've been drinking all day in a santa costume
0: you know sometimes if you're following like an improv show and you just you just want everyone anyone to be there and you're like all right drunken santa's i can do it <laughs> oh, yeah, they- sometimes <laughs> if you just just see someone in the audience it's worth it yeah.
1: Now, have you guys ever done santa con
0: i oh. have never no yeah
1: it's very it's very silly and it's very fun i don't drink so i think that that would just be not fun at It'd all probably get
2: annoying really quick yeah
1: oh <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, it would be overwhelming and you'd want to punch everybody in the face. I'd probably, probably. enjoy wearing the suit though. That would be a good time. It's the most comfortable outfit ever. <laughs> I, have the, I have the same because I've been going for years and so I have the same filthy tattered Walgreens Santa Claus outfit that I bought years ago and it's like covered in buttons every year and like beer stains and stickers and stuff. See, just
0: the idea of getting drunk and just sweating in a Santa suit seems so <laughs> unappealing to me. Just like,
2: oh. But it is. It does have a particular smell to it. It does yeah. have a smell. Especially once it gets to about I'd say three or four p.m. There, there's a certain funk, a Santa funk, over that over the Santa,
1: bars. Is that like a con funk? It's kind of like yeah. that. It is kind okay. of like a con <laughs> funk. Yeah,
2: it, you can just tell.
1: The key is is to not wear very many layers underneath the Santa costume because you think you're going to be cold, but really you're just wearing a giant like tarp made out of felt. Right, and it keeps you quite toasty.
0: I see. If any con has like a certain smell attached to it. Any convention, yeah, yeah. totally. It's like yeah. yeah it's,
2: I know I'm going to get an odor <laughs> <laughs> wherever I go. And then it's going to stick to you. And the problem is, though, if you adapt to it, then you stop being able to smell it. That's when the problem You is.
1: never adapt to the smell. You can't. Because then you're going to smell, and then everyone else
2: can smell you. Right. And you but won't you know can't. about it, though. Mm-mm. That's that's my worst nightmare. Yeah. Because I have a really bad <laughs> sense of smell. And so I'm always paranoid that something something on me smells. I don't know why. It's, like, always been a paranoia of mine. Should we tell you them? need you someone
1: guys? close
3: yeah. to you Ooh. to
2: tell you yeah, and that's to a special me. kind of love, right? <laughs> to reaffirm me every day. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think I do a pretty good job reaffirming you
2: every day. Well, I think you would know. We sit in the same room. Yeah, it's a very small room. Yeah. yeah,
1: I mean, does it smell in here? No, it smells yeah, great. Do we okay, smell and we don't know it. No, it smells like... Because we're nice. around each other so much, maybe we just know each other's smells and
2: we Ooh, don't smell no, each other's smells. No, fine.
1: It smells like coffee and giggles in here. Okay, yeah, that's, okay. Good. Right, that's good. Hot uh, coffee. Let me tell you how I wowed Bree when she first got in here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Bree, we have an extra cup of coffee. Would you like one? And she's like, oh, of course. And I poured it for her and it's ice fucking cold. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> we know how to take care of our guests here.
2: <laughs> yes, indeed.
1: All right, so where can people find out information about you respectively? Where can they follow your shenanigans and I shows and everything? I am at briepruitt.com. Mm-hmm. And I am a weekly or uh, sorry a monthly
3: sidekick on a show called Late Night Action, which is going to be going up this Saturday at Action Adventure Theater. And you can find out details about that at LateNightAction.com. It's like a classic talk show with local people. Nice. Um, this Saturday, we've got Fogatron, who's a human beatboxer. Oh, yeah. oh, oh wow. I
2: played a show with Fogatron years ago. Yeah, is he yeah, cool? Yeah, yeah. awesome. I mean, okay. this was like... God, this was like seven or eight years ago. That's awesome. Yeah. well,
3: he's still around. Yeah, me? awesome. I was our wondering our about that the other weekend. Weekend. And he, uh, and then we got Monica Drake, who's an author, and April Bear, who's um, an OPB. Oh draft. yeah. And uh, yeah, we did like interview them. We have a comedian Barbara Holm, and um, I, Crack Wise on the sidelines, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool, and, uh, and it's at Action Adventure Theater. Are you going
0: to say the host name? Oh, all? I'm
3: sorry. It's <laughs>
0: <laughs> Late in it's Action with little... Bree Prude and some other guy. <laughs> it's, it's I'm the sidekick, but it's Late Night Action with Alex Falcone, who's a friend of mine. He's the mm-hmm. host of the show. He's great. Awesome. Yeah. It's Alex Falcone. Is Pre-per- Fogatron, does he have a fog machine?
2: That's all I... No, when I saw him, I mean, he's just by himself, and he just beatboxes. I think he layers stuff over. Okay. If I remember right, like, kind of like, um, who, who else does that, that... Uh,
3: Reggie Watts. Reggie That's Watt, what I was yeah, yeah. Reggie
2: Watts. I think it's along those lines, but I don't know. I mean, in six years, maybe the act has changed. I don't know, but it was it was pretty impressive. Fogatron sounds
1: like a transformer or something. Yeah. yeah, it's a pretty amazing name.
2: Yeah, he's. I just beat. love beatboxers.
1: I wish I could do that kind of. You,
3: we were magic. talking about that you the other can, day, and
0: you just a lot of people can.
2: You're just not that good at it. There's <laughs> very
0: few people <laughs> can who make are. noises. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> well, who was it? You were in Seattle, and some guy came up and told he you. He told you me he was the world's best
1: beatboxer. He wouldn't tell. He wouldn't do it. But he was telling me that he was, and he's just like, "Oh, if you if you give me some money, I will show you how amazing I am." And I did not give him money, so I did not get to discover that.
2: Yeah, if you're on the street performing, I don't know if you're the world's best beatboxer. Be. Like, but what I mean, following you around, yeah, harassing you for dollars.
1: Yeah, that's probably the world's best. Unless that is, mm-hmm. maybe that's the
2: top end for beatboxing. I don't know. You I don't know, know, if that, I don't w- know what the career opportunities are. I don't, so. I don't are. know what the industry is. Yeah, yeah you know. I'm not sure. <laughs>
0: You've <laughs> you grasped get you be grasp completely the industry. Wrong. Yeah, I have no idea.
1: <laughs> all right, now how about you, Nick? Where can people find out uh, what, your,
0: what um, your goings on are? You could just follow me on Twitter at WalkerNicholas, N-I-C-O-L-A-S. And awesome. I don't really have a website because I'm lazy and I'm not the best at it's promoting the myself. Thing, dude.
3: <laughs> you got to do it. You get so many cool emails. I for just, people who want you to perform for free? You know, I'm just like... <laughs> for the experience? I just don't know
0: what to choose. GoDaddy.com? Like, oh, what do I do? <laughs> I just get distracted every time I go on the website.
3: Dot net. It's all about the dotnet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm,
0: that's a new thing. I yeah. want to... Uh, NickWalker.edu. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do people really write you on your website and ask you to perform for yeah, free Yeah, yeah. I, I get a lot of requests for benefits, especially as a women,
3: uh, female comedian, mm-hmm. like a lot of women's organizations. I'm doing... Ugh, I just got hit up. They're going to give me some money because I was like, oh, I need some money yeah but there uh, is some like uh, it's a lady executive organization (gasps) oh do you have to wear like a power suit i will wear a power (laughs) suit (laughs) bust my uh shoulder pads out is it like a
2: fancy like dinner type of thing yeah yeah oh wow
3: yeah so i was i was like you lady executives certainly
1: can appreciate that (laughs) i need to get paid (laughs) right (laughs) sisters doing it for
2: themselves (laughs) (laughs) oh crazy yeah all right that sounds like fun are you are you going to tailor your performance for it
3: I mean I definitely you know won't Tell like my pussy's so tight, like it won't be. be, You know, yeah, the more appropriate stuff. I think, yeah, that's my material.
1: Actually,
3: (laughs) yeah, I'm sorry to do
1: one of your jokes on the radio, Nick. (laughs) Don't take it away from him. they're funny over everything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, so what's happening on Monday? Go check them out. Emily Heller, Shane Torres, Sean Sean Jordan,
3: Jordan. and Amy Miller, the number one.
0: Yeah, the face of the land. Oh yeah, the face of
3: it. And me and Nick.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so they will all be
1: there. Yeah, the show's cheap, so it's only 10 bucks. So, yeah, go and check them out yes, on Monday. Indeed. Yeah, and you can yes. get
0: tickets now or at the door. But get them now. <laughs> you get should them
1: get now. them now just, to, yes. just so you can be rest assured that you're going to get the ticket.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Hollywood, Hollywoodtheater.org, so get your tickets now. You guys, thank you so much for coming in. Thank yeah. you.
1: Thank,
3: thank
2: you really for having us. Oh, Yay. yeah. All right, we're going to go to break. We'll be back here in just a little bit with more Fun Employment Radio. <laughs>
0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.
2: (laughs) There we go. So, uh, Bree and Nick, very awesome. In the interim there, while we were walking them out, I just accidentally dialed the uh, frame. He Mm -hmm. just just
1: butt-dialed the (laughs) the woman who's helping him write his um, story for Monday.
2: Yes, so she probably got a very weird message of, I don't know, shuffling around. Oh I have no gosh, idea what was just left for her? So it was one of
1: those things where you're was like, okay, what was I saying? Anything? At least you didn't like you use the restroom or anything. That's good. No,
2: thank you. <laughs> oh, that would be awful. <laughs> that would be that awful. That would be very awkward and weird. Yes. So, Greg, we need to talk about. Um, <laughs> I don't like why your you latest idea, Greg. <laughs> it just seemed really awkward and inappropriate what you were doing, and I just don't feel comfortable. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, so anyway, there we go.
1: No, it's going to be fine.
2: It'll be fine. All right. Oh. Well, uh, we should probably go ahead and wrap up, I think, here yeah. for today. Let's but do it. I do want to say thank you to everyone for your support of Fun Employment Radio. It is so awesome. Hello to Bree's friend.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't catch your name, fan. but hi. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and a uh, big thank you to them. So, Funny Over Everything at the Hollywood Theater coming up this Monday, December 9th at 8 p.m. Yes. You can hollywoodtheater.org. Uh, tomorrow, I will not be in here. Thank you, Sarah, for taking over everything no tomorrow.
1: No problem. So, I will be here. Sarah Wagner will be here, and Tuggy will be here. Oh wow! I love it. Is fun like you know. I love doing the show with you every day. But when I get like when I get to have some occasional like different co hosts, it's always really fun because you never know what you're going to get. That's true. Someone asked Tuggy if he can maybe do some nautical.
2: Oh some, yeah, some nautical lore. Know, some things about the sea. Yeah, some the things high about seas. the sea. Yarr. Cyber Sarah.
1: Hmm. Not Cyber Sarah. <laughs> See,
2: if I say it enough times, then you're just going to eventually just go with it. No, I will never
1: it. go with that. Cyber Sarah. No, it's just like when Keith thinks I'm a robot.
2: Oh, this could go right into that. hmm No, that's entirely true. All right, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. Of course, uh, you can send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Anytime you would feel like it.
1: Anytime, day or night. Anytime.
2: hmm Absolutely. So, um, thank you. Thank you, thank you everybody for that. Uh, no more shows on the network today, but tomorrow, uh, Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Mm-hmm. As usual. Man, Way Greg, city. can I tell
1: you something weather related? Man, it's cold outside. Boy, it sure is cold Boy, Sarah. it sure is. A tidbit sh- nipply outside.
2: It sure it sure is. <laughs> uh-huh. A tidbit nipply. <laughs>
1: yes, okay. Oh, and since it is, you know, after thanksgiving and now on the way to christmas i did pull one of my favorite christmas songs it's not christmas in the northwest but i'm gonna play one because now i can because christmas is only like 22 days away so it's totally legit
2: okay is it easy merry motherfucking christmas no that's the best christmas song okay. ever created all right that's the number one <laughs> all right thank you everyone so much and we will be back tomorrow with more fun employment and by
1: training. we he means me
2: Oh, I'll yeah. be here tomorrow. Yeah, I won't be. With here. more fun employment radio.com. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We never successfully mastered that. That was good.
0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.